Hey everyone, welcome back to Agency Hacker. I'm Destine, your co-host of the show. Today we are here with Andrew Beauchamp, the co-founder of BS and Co. How are you, Andrew? I'm doing great, Destine. I'm doing great. It's nice to meet you and be here today. It's nice to meet you as well. I'm glad you're doing good. Let's get started. What does your agency do and how did you start it? Yeah, definitely. So um, we are an email marketing agency and we work with e-commerce brands. So imagine, you know, you buy something online from Levi's. Afterwards, they send you emails about their new sales, their new products, different launches, everything like that. That is what we do for our clients. Um, Wow, that's nice. Yeah. And then how we started. It was a very interesting journey and story. Um, So we kind of got started, it's me and my co-founder, and we kind of got started just kind of freelancing on the side a little bit. We were both working regular jobs. um, And we had kind of started around the time of the pandemic. And then, I know, it's a common story, it seems like. (laughs) Um, But the, the pandemic started. I had been working in a bar, actually, as a bartender. And everything closed down. And so me and my co-founder kind of decided, well, maybe we should give this a shot and take it from just kind of doing a little bit of freelance work on the side and see if we can turn it into an actual business. So we um, really decided to go for it. And we bought tickets um, to leave the country and moved to Mexico because we are originally from Portland, Oregon. We were kind of tired of the rain, the cold. Um, yeah. So we were like, well, let's go somewhere beautiful and see if we can turn this into a business. And so we left like three days later. We had no planning. Um, we moved to Puerto Vallarta. We spent six months down there kind of turning our wheels and trying to figure it out. And, and eventually it started to work. And, and so we kind of built it into, into a real thing. Wow. That's quite yeah. the story. It's amazing. I was yeah. thinking you were going to say before 2020, but during that whole change, that's huge. Yeah. And you're doing so well in two years. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely been a, a big journey. Um, yeah. We just kind of decided, you know, we got to got to go all in and totally shake everything up to like really, really make it happen and get out of that like comfort zone, you could say. Yeah. What did it take for you to just make that leap? and that decision and just trust like what was it yeah there honestly there wasn't a lot to go off of um you know we we had both saved a little bit of money but it wasn't anything crazy um and so it was kind of just like you know this is a great time to do it we're young we both just lost our jobs and so it was like well do we really want to search for something else or should we just kind of go all in and and see what happens you know the worst case scenario is we move, we lose all our money, and then we come back and get a job. So it was like not a super hard decision. It was pretty scary, um, but uh, it wasn't like the worst option that could happen wasn't yeah. a terrible option. So it was like, okay, well, now's a great time to do it. Might as, might as well. Yeah, it's amazing. Can you walk us through just the first you know, task that you guys attacked at that point? What were you like? How was the first six months compared to, compared to now? I mean, it was, it was hectic. It was, you know, part of what also made it a little more difficult is we kind of shook everything up. You know, it wasn't just, okay, well, we're going to start this business where, where we've always been. It was like, okay, we're going to a new country. We're trying to figure out where are we going to live? Trying to also like speak a new language. Um, Neither Um, of us were fluent in Spanish. We could speak a little bit, but uh, neither of us were fluent. And so like those first couple of months, 
we had, like I said, we'd had kind of like a, a couple of freelancing clients. I think we had two or, or maybe a third. So we had like a little bit of a base to start with. Um, but yeah, from there, it was really just like, okay, how do we start to figure out how we can find new people to help and, and kind of try to dial in like that side of things and, and start to grow the business. Um, cause at that point it was kind of, we had like a little bit of proof of concept, but it was kind of pushing that more. Does this actually work? Is this something that people want? Is this something that people need? Can, can we do this for people? So that those first couple of months were just kind of building that out, I think. Yeah, that's nice. You know, so these clients, did you get it from social media, the freelance clients, or was it just word of mouth, the referrals? Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. It, it wasn't that long ago, but it feels like a long time ago. Um, I know one of the first clients that we had had been a family friend of mine that um, he had a couple of physical locations, some brick and mortar stores in the Portland area and in New York. And he really needed help just with his online presence. So we kind of started doing everything for, for him when it came to that. He already had a website and everything, but it was like helping them figure out their inventory management, like doing some Facebook ads for them, doing some email for them, yeah. doing some other like kind of just kind of whatever they needed. Um, and then within that, we had really started to find a home with an email mm. um, because we could, it, it worked every time. Every time we, we did it for somebody, you know, we, we had good success. So it was like, okay, well, let's, let's start to focus in on this. Mm. And so we had kind of, kind of done that for them. And I think after we had kind of shown that we could do that and we were confident in that, we had start, started to pick up another client or two. And I think, I think those were from, we were just kind of like figuring out cold email and, and sending some emails and getting a little bit of interest here and there. And I think that's how we picked up the first couple. That's amazing. Wow. At that point, did you know where, or could you kind of gauge what the next chapter would look like? Were you like, okay, it'll probably be more word of mouth there, you know? <laughs> we had no idea. I mean, yeah. as we started to get a couple of more clients, we had kind of started to focus in on um, more cold email because it was like starting out, we, we didn't really know a lot of people. We hadn't really been in this industry for, for kind of in that e-commerce industry for very long. Yeah. And so we were kind of starting from like a ground zero in a sense of not having like a large connection or not really knowing how to like get the word out. So cold email was kind of like, an, an easier approachable thing that we could start to to do now and, and slowly build build from. Yeah, that's amazing. Right now, currently, are your clients just referrals or social media or is it has it just been word of mouth throughout the entire process? Yeah, it's been a it's been a big mixture. It's been a little bit of word of mouth, a little bit of referrals, a little bit of social media. You know, I try to be on LinkedIn every now and again, although I'm definitely not as good as I should be. Um <laughs> And also we still do, we still do a decent amount of cold email, although we have like changed our approach quite dramatically. How so with, with your so, approach? Yeah. So, you know, originally the cold email was just kind of sending, sending emails unsolicited, everything like that. Um, mm -hmm. And so recently we've changed that quite a bit. So instead of just getting a list and just sending thousands of emails, we take a more personalized approach. So we normally will find a list of, of brands that we actually think are interesting and we kind of pre-vet them and look at them. Mm. Then we sign up to their email lists and we look at the emails that they're sending. Maybe they're not sending them or maybe we just see like, okay, these aren't that great. They could really be improved. And so from there, what we do is we actually um, create designs for mm. the brands before we have even talked to them. So we mock up designs and then we send those over and we go, hey, you know, we noticed that you weren't sending them or 
or maybe they weren't quite matching the brand. And then that's how we reach out to people. So we actually come to them with something. Um, and so they can actually see the work and for their brand specifically. So they really get like the feeling of what it would look like to work with us. And that has kind of how we've changed the approach. Um, it's definitely more time intensive, of course, and labor intensive, mm -hmm. but the reaction that we get is so much better. You know, when you get on a call with somebody that you just kind of cold email, they're very hesitant. You kind of have to prove to them that, that you're worth their time. But when you come to them with something that you've already created for their brand specifically, yeah, they are much more open. They're surprised. They're intrigued. They, they want to learn more. Yeah, that's amazing. That's very personalized. Mm -hmm. how, how would you say you're able to just create a design for them prior to hopping on a call? Like, what's that process look like? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's tough. So basically what we do is, like I said, we kind of find find a list of brands and then we narrow, narrow it down by the ones that we actually think are interesting. We sign up to their emails. We look at what they're doing or maybe what they're not doing. A lot of brands aren't sending anything. From there, we kind of um, have one person that, that briefs those emails. So we pick something that we want to talk about with that brand. A lot of the time, that's maybe highlighting certain products or categories or, or maybe their story too. You know, if they have an interesting story and interesting about us. From there, we, we actually write the email. So we have our copywriter go in and, and write an email just for them or just for that topic. And then the designer goes and they pull all of the assets that they can from either their website or their social media. And then we just build out the design from there as best as we can. You know, we're kind of guessing. We can, on, we can only do so much without like guidelines or anything like that. But yeah. we do our best and then, yeah, we, we send it over. That's amazing. That's very thorough, I would say. I mean, it's detail-oriented work to just be writing and just being in tune with emails in general. Yeah. But, you know, what would you say your current expertise is within your agency? So what I do mostly, I mean, of course, we're, we're a relatively small agency. I think we have, we just hired somebody else. So I think we're at a team of 10, um, nine or 10. So my job is everything, of course, when, <laughs> especially when it's a small team. But I do handle a lot more of kind of um, like our sales and outreach. So this process, um, as well as getting on calls with people. Um, and then, yeah, like a lot of project management. I do a lot of copywriting. It's a little bit of everything. That's nice. When did you get to a point where you were like, okay, I need a team. I need to expand. There needs to be some change. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely been a learning process. You know, early on we started to hire contractors to help us with things. Um, and we had pretty mixed success with that. So the team structure and, and kind of how we've done things has changed a lot over time where in the beginning it was kind of hiring contractors and then we have slowly moved to, to full-time only um, because it is a lot easier to manage and like have people that are really dedicated to what they're doing in the business. Um, we had some, some very success with contractors that were kind of like, they would do work, but they weren't, they didn't really care. You know, this wasn't their only thing. They had other things going on. Um, and so we started hiring, you know, probably a year and a half ago. And then we went through a period where we actually let go a lot of people and we're doing most of the work ourselves. Um, and then from that, probably in the last year or so, we've kind of switched over to hiring full time. And so we've started to like build out the team and, and everything a little bit more. I see. That's amazing. Has, you know, the support been, has it made it a little bit easier being an agency owner and just being able to delegate tasks and such? Yeah, I mean, it, it has and it hasn't. I think as you hire people, um, your problems change. You know, it changes from, okay, I need to go and do this work to more, 
your problems change to managing, making sure that things are happening, making sure that the team has things to do, that they understand what's going on. There's a lot more like communication that now has to happen. You're definitely, yeah. at least in my situation, you know, we, me and my co-founder are kind of like the bottlenecks for information. So a lot of things come to us and then it has to get disseminated to the team. And so, yes, it's made it easier in some ways. It's also made it harder in other ways. Our focus has also been a lot on growing. So, um, while it makes it easier, like there's always something else that if I hire somebody and delegate that over to that, you know, specific thing, then there's something else that needs my time and my attention. So it just kind of shifts. Mm, I see. You know, you mentioned that you hired contractors in the past. Was was that a roadblock for you? Just realizing like them not being fully devoted to just, you know, being in tuned with what you're trying to bring forth with your agency. Was that a roadblock as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it was definitely a really big challenge to figure out what to do um, mm-hmm. and definitely like a big learning curve. Um, especially when you bring on somebody, like you said, that's unfamiliar and, and isn't really fully invested. It's really hard to maybe produce the things that you want to or get the results that you want to or, or have things flow as smoothly because, you know, they're doing other things. They're not fully fully devoted. And so, yeah, it was definitely a really big learning curve for us. And it took us some a while to figure out why things weren't working the way that we wanted to. And it's, it's definitely been a process, you know, we kind of got stuck at a certain income level or revenue level in the business as we tried to like figure these things out and kind of got stuck spinning our wheels and what do we need to do? What's not working? Why isn't it working? And that was definitely uh, a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that it's different now. (laughs) What did it, what did it take to just get out of that or get past that? Let's say. Yeah, I mean, like I said, basically what we did is we kind of let everyone go um, that that we were working with um, and focused. So me and my, my business partner kind of took on all of the work that was happening. Um, and we, we really tried to just sit down and figure out what we needed to do and what we actually needed people for. Because as well as when we, when we were first growing, we really didn't know that much about what we were doing. We didn't really know how to manage people or how to build a business or kind of anything like that. It was a new experience. And so, yeah, we just kind of had to sit down and, and look at and look at what we were doing and figure out kind of where we went wrong and then start to kind of rebuild from the ground up. You know, we, at that point we had clients, so we had some revenue coming in and things like that. So we could support ourselves, but it was kind of just taking a step back and kind of looking at everything and then trying to build a better foundation that then we could bring people into and kind of build on top of rather than like, you know, building on, on a house with, with one leg, it was like, okay, we need to put these four legs down and then we can actually build something. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you emphasize better foundation. That's huge. You know, yeah. with reflection clearly came expansion. Yeah, what would definitely. you say you're currently learning right now to just level up your agency? So much. I mean, I feel <laughs> like every day is, is a lesson. We've really been been trying to grow a lot more. And so with that comes just a constant learning process. Um, I think some of the big things that, that we've really been focusing on, one is just kind of focusing consistently on, on how can we can consistently bring in clients, like not rely just on referrals or kind of one off here and there and really kind of build a system around that because mm-hmm. that is obviously how we fuel growth and how we can kind of continue to, to grow. So that has been a really, really big focus um, for us recently and will continue to be. The other part I think is building the team side of things. So building out the systems for the team and management and kind of that side of things. Cause again, that 
that comes with the growth to fuel the growth. We need the clients and then also the fulfillment and, and how to create like a work environment that is fun for everyone and everyone enjoys, but also that, you know, works for, for the business. Yeah, that's huge. Is your work environment, is it all local? Or is your team all local or is it online as well? It's a mixture. So we have some people that are remote and then um, we have some people here in Mexico City. We are currently in, in a WeWork, which I absolutely hate. Um, and we are looking for uh, an office space here. I see. Okay, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, I love that you mentioned just consistent clients of course that's important but also mm -hmm. with just building team systems can you expand more on what you're just learning more about that yeah i mean it's it's been a challenge in some ways because you know some of the things that we do within our business or some of the things that happen within our business aren't things that we do so for example design um, we we do a lot of designing in in our business and neither me nor my co-founder are our designers by any means so with things like that, it can be a little bit harder to build out processes because it's not something that we are doing regularly. So one thing that's actually been really helpful is kind of leaning on some of our team members that have experience in this area and, and working with them to build out systems in terms of just kind of, you know, SOPs, just the boring things that, that kind of have to happen behind the scenes. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of that just kind of building out the, the SOPs and the systems for um, yeah, managing managing everyone and kind of getting things done. It's just it's been a it's been an evolving process too because as you add more people, yeah, there then needs to be other people that kind of oversee what's happening, and then so it's it's just constantly changing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially with just tech rapidly evolving. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just change every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a transition. What would you say you're currently just most proud of right now on your journey? That's a tough question. I think recently, I've, the fact that we like employ people and give them, you know, it sounds kind of corny, but like an opportunity, it's like people rely on us um, to, you know, pay their bills and feed their family and, and do things like that, I think has been really rewarding. I know there was a point in time where I myself was a little burnt out from agency and it was kind of before we started to build a real team. But yeah. as we've started to do that, that part has gotten me a lot more excited and more involved because it's really it's and also being in, in person has also made a really big difference for me because it's it's one thing to like just kind of message people but when you actually see them interact with them like in the real world um it feels very different and that part has been been really really nice and really fun and kind of trying to build a community and and like a, a culture you could say um has been like a fun new thing and, and something that that i really really enjoy that's amazing. You know, I love that you mentioned rewarding. I'm sure it is. I'm sure clients are, you know, very happy about that. Just the work that you both do and building community, of course. I mean, it's people mm -hmm. that really is business is people. So that's amazing to hear. Would yeah. you say that, or would you say that just the culture has changed since the beginning with your team and have you been, or what type of values have you been trying to implement within your agency? Yeah, it's a good question. I definitely think that things have changed a lot because, you know, when we first started hiring, it was just, it was more like directly out of necessity. So it was, okay, we need somebody kind of right now. We have to bring somebody in. Yeah. And now it's been a little bit more like, okay, we can take our time. We can find people. We can find people that, that we like and, and that we think will, will also work well with, with the other employees that we have and, and kind of build something around that. 
Yeah. In terms of like a specific, specific things that, that we like values that we look for, that's tough. You know, I don't think we have anything really written down. I don't know if I've had the time to, to sit down and actually put something okay. together. I wish, I wish that I had, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think that the, the biggest thing is we just want, you know, a good environment that everyone feels happy and comfortable and, you know, enjoys and, at least from from what our employees have have told me, um, maybe they're they're lying to me, but uh, I think they're telling the truth. They they really enjoy it, and and it's been it's been really rewarding too. Oh, it's amazing, and of course, like I mean, technically you're in the early stages, but doing so well. So there's so mm. much to come for later on with how you'll be able to just build your company culture or your agency yeah. culture. Exciting and nerve wracking all at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. So on the flip side of that question, what would you say your biggest rock to move right now on your journey to seven figures? Yeah. I mean, I think I, I kind of touched on them before yeah. and it's really just kind of continuing to build a kind of consistent sales process and, and kind of a way to consistently find clients. Um, and, and kind of build out that thing. And then hand in hand with that is just continuing to bring on new team members and kind of continuing to build out um, yeah, the, the company and, and um, the team because in order to get to that, that seven-figure place, mm-hmm. um, I think that those are probably the two most important things. And as we kind of continue to bring on clients, it's important to then consistently bring on new team members, new employees um, that can kind of help, help those clients succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Just with the consistent sale process, could you see, you know, just working or just maybe cultivating more of an online presence, maybe in social media? Yeah, you know, it's something that that I would like to do. um, And I understand the importance of it, especially when you are kind of looking long term. Yeah. Um, You know, our biggest hurdle has been on that side of things is just, you know, the time investment to to get it started. And it's something that that we really want to do this year. and, and it is on, on the roadmap, but of course, it's just one more thing that, that needs to be done in the, the never-ending list. <laughs> never-ending, I know. <laughs> I feel you. Did, you. did you see yourself just work, being an agency owner, you know, three years ago? Like, did you see that you'd even be on this path? Like, what would you tell your day one you that just started right now? Oof. That's a tough question. I mean, I definitely didn't see myself on the path. I, yeah. I've always kind of wanted to start my own business. And that was called kind of always in, in the cards. I just wasn't sure where it was going to come from. Um, I'd actually originally looked at going into um, like investment banking or venture capital because I thought that that would be a really great way to learn. Um, in terms of what I would tell my myself starting out, that's that is so tough. I don't know honestly if I would tell myself to get into an agency business. It mm. is a tough business to start. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good that's a good question. I haven't thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like I I wouldn't know what to tell myself in the past. Sometimes when it comes to something that I didn't see myself doing, so it's just an exciting new thing, you know. What would you say it took for you to be in a consistent basis within your revenue, would you say, though? Um, a consistent basis in our revenue. You just mean kind of the numbers that we're currently doing or, yeah. or what does that mean? Yeah, with the numbers you're currently doing. I'm not sure. Um, you know, I think... Like you were saying, if I was going to go back and, and tell mm-hmm. myself one thing, 
I would probably have told myself to focus on just one way to find clients. Yeah. Um, you know, our, our retention inside of our agency since day one has actually been really, really amazing. So we've been really fortunate in that sense. Um, our clients stay with us for a very long time. We do a really good job, blah, blah, blah. But, um, <laughs> you know, by focusing on, you know, we tried a lot of things. We kind of got stuck in, in a revenue spot and we didn't really know how to get past it because we were trying so many different things. You know, we were doing cold email. We were trying to do social media. We were trying to do, we tried Facebook ads for a little bit, which went terribly. We thought like, oh, maybe coaching is, is the, the way to go and we should help people just kind of learn how to do email rather than doing it for them. So we really turned our wheels for, for a long time. And I think that that was a really big mistake because we'd already had success in one mm. area. You know, we were serving clients and it was going really, really well. They were getting great results. They were staying with us for a long time. We'd done some cold email and it had worked well. That's kind of how we initially got traction. And so if I was going to go back, I probably would have told myself to just focus on what was working. You know, we had mm. a, we had a, a service that was really working and, and we had a way to, to at least get some clients that, that was working. And don't be so worried about... Um, oh, can I scale this? Or, you know, I think people start talking about scale way too early. You know, if you're doing $20,000, $30,000 a month, you don't really need to be thinking about scale. Like scale isn't really there yet. Um, and so just keep doing what's, what's, already, what's already working. And I think that that has been a big shift. And that's kind of how we've been able to get to kind of the point that we are. And yeah. also, I think that's how we're going to kind of be able to continue to, to grow. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good point. I think a lot of agency owners often say that just to focus on what's working instead of getting yeah. distracted. I mean, it's so easy to get distracted nowadays online. So, I mean, it's so good to be able to just focus on one. What would you say it was a skill that you just throughout your years you had to improve on with, you know, from starting your agency up until now? Oh, man. I mean, everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, everything from taking calls with people, like kind of that sales process side of yeah. things. Like I said, I, I kind of do a lot of that. So just the, like getting comfortable with having conversations and, and um, you know, kind of selling. I mean, it's it's pretty soft selling in, in what we do, but you are still kind of selling what you do, your service. Um, so yeah. I definitely had to improve in, in that side of things. I've had to improve just my writing skills, my communication skills in general. Now as we've grown a team, it's been a whole new set of skills where it's kind of like that management and again that communication like how can i communicate to both clients and and also um employees like and make things easier and clear and like set them up for success as best as possible time management was huge oh man i mean starting out uh my time management was laughable um and in, you know in, in a year or two i'll probably look back now and, and think the same thing but <laughs> that's been a really big one um yeah, I would say those are kind of the, the the biggest ones that that I've had to work on. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Time management is a big one. I think just with any industry that you're in. So, yeah. can you expand yeah. more on why it was hard or how it got easier? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think part of it too is is when you're first starting, you don't really know where to focus. Um, you know, you think that certain things are important that maybe really in reality aren't, yeah. um, or you work on projects, you know, the, the cliche one that, that people always talk about is like, oh, you know, you, you file your LLC and you start a website before you even have clients. Um, uh, and yeah. I definitely think that that plays, played a role. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I think a, a lot of it comes down to as well, just like figuring out how you work and starting to understand how, how you work um, and trying to, yeah, focus on the things that are most important and make sure that you set that time aside so that you can, you can do that. Um, you know, part of the role that, that I also play is just kind of client management. So working with clients, having calls with them. So it's definitely a, a, um, a skill in a sense to, to manage, you know, having almost daily calls with, with different clients yeah. as well as, you know, doing the things that you need to do to push the business forward as well as also like helping the team, managing the team, making sure that things are happening, answering questions, helping, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's, it's kind of figuring out how to, to juggle all the balls and, and not let things drop and kind of keep things organized. And, you know, I still definitely don't have a perfect system. It still uh, is a learning process, but just, um, yeah, kind of figuring, figuring out all of those things and, and um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for expanding on that. Keeping things organized. That was a huge one that, you know, I noted it's so huge, especially yeah. when you're managing so many people and also systems, like you mentioned. Yeah. You know, I really enjoyed this conversation. Do you have any lasting advice for agency owners listening to this or your peers listening to this as well? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, any lasting advice? I don't think I, you know, I, I'm still so early. I don't have any sage wisdom to, to really give. Um, I think I, I laid out most of what I would probably say. As, as an agency owner, you know, focus on, on the things that are working and don't, don't worry about scale when you're, you know, still very small. Um, it's just, it's really not that important. It's not something that you need to stress about. Um, yeah, I don't know. Focus on, focus on the things that are working, focus on, you know, getting your clients great results and, and keeping people happy. Retention is always easier than, than acquisition. So if you can focus on on making sure that, that people are happy and, and getting great results. Um, they'll stay with you. You know, they're not going to leave. So. Yeah, that's huge. Thank you. Retention is yeah. always bigger than you said, ac acquisition. Uh huh. Can you expand on that a little bit more? for those? Yeah. I mean, so acquisition, like finding new clients is, um, it can be, it doesn't always have to be hard, but it, it is something that is more difficult. It takes time. It takes money. It takes energy. Um, and then, you know, when you, when you bring on a new client, there's, there's like a learning curve as well with, with, at least for us, for every person that we work with, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, no matter how much we try to systematize things, um, you know, yeah. it's every, every situation, every relationship is kind of unique. Um, and so when you can keep somebody that you've been working with and you have a good working relationship, it's first off, it's, it's much easier. You know, you don't have to kind of go through that weird period of trying to kind of figure those things out and, and, and settle into that. So it's much easier for the team and, and for your business, as well as, you know, when, when people stay with you for longer, um, in terms of, of growth, it is so much easier to, you know, you don't need to go and find two, three, four clients every month or something like that, you know, you can find one or two and kind of continue to grow because people stay with you and they're happy with, with what you're doing. Um, and so that, that is definitely like a really important thing, focusing on, on keeping the people that, that are already working with you and, and keeping them happy. Um, it's always going to be easier than kind of constantly trying to find new people that you can, that you can bring on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for just expanding more on that last piece of advice. That was great. Yeah, you know, no I've really enjoyed this conversation. How can people get in contact with you? Yeah. Um, you can go to our website, which is bsandco.us, not .com. We couldn't get the .com. 
Um, or yeah. I'm on Twitter uh, at Beauchamp Andrew. Yay. Either way works. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Have yeah, thank a you. good rest of your day. Thank you. You as well.